This is Tom Lee, Editor-in-Chief for NGM Catalyst, and talking today about the changing nature of the role of leading healthcare organizations with Laura Kaiser, the President and CEO for SSM Health. Laura is someone I've known and followed for eight years now. I met her just as she joined Intermountain Health as the Executive Vice President and COO. And during her five years there, we talked and we even wrote articles together about innovations for improving value. Then three years ago, just as she was returning to her hometown of St. Louis to assume the CEO role at SSM, we recorded a conversation that was an NEJM pod, Catalyst podcast about how she was preparing for the transition and what value she hoped to communicate and how she hoped to do that. Now, a few years later, I wanted to check back in because I have been following uh, Laura and SSM, and I know that they have been involved in so many issues that CEOs a generation ago probably never would have even imagined, and that our listeners will be interested in hearing what those issues are and how the work's going. So, Laura, I know that your job is much more than running a group of hospitals today. Can you give a high-level summary of what SSM Health currently is? Sure, and thanks for having me, Tom. Um, it's good to be back. Um, SSM Health, it's uh, almost an $8 billion Catholic not-for-profit health system uh, serving the comprehensive health needs of communities across the Midwest uh, as a fully uh, integrated healthcare delivery system. We're in Illinois, Missouri, Oklahoma, and Wisconsin, and our complexion includes uh, 23 hospitals, a um, few hundred physician offices, other outpatient and virtual care, uh, about 10 post-acute facilities, uh, comprehensive home care and hospice, uh, pharmacy benefit management company, uh, health plan, and an accountable care organization. So that all rolls into um, about 11,000 providers and about 40,000 employees. Um, in each of the locations in which we serve, we are one of the largest employers in those various locations. Well, I know you have all the pieces of what could constitute a fully integrated delivery system, but I, I know from direct experience how hard that work is. Uh, how is the integration work going? Can you, can you give some examples of how the whole is becoming more than the sum of its parts? Yeah, happy to. I would have to say first, um, whenever I think about health delivery systems, or organizations, the first thought that crosses my mental marquee is that we are an amazing team of highly dedicated, competent, caring people. You have to have that as a service organization and obviously within healthcare. So we're in somewhat of a unique position in that we're not just in the care delivery business as I previously outlined. So doing and having those various pieces like the health plan and a PBM, it allows us to ensure the major components of healthcare delivery are working together to drive the unnecessary costs out of the healthcare system while we are simultaneously endeavoring to improve the quality of care. So a specific example to drill down a little more on the pharmacy benefit management company, which is Navitas, is already operating in um, our 50 states. Dean Health Plan is only historically operated in Wisconsin. Uh, as of January 1st, uh, we've expanded our health plan into the St. Louis market we're in, including and administering our own employee health plan for the first time in the St. Louis market. We were already doing that in Wisconsin. We also joined the exchange with a new product through DHP, which is called Well First Health. 
and we have about 6,100 members that enrolled in that in the greater St. Louis market area. Well, now I've been struck from afar about how issues have driven you to other kinds of collaborations with, uh, with other kinds of organizations that, you know, frankly, none of us would have imagined a decade ago. I'm thinking of the generic drug initiative that you're helping lead, the new joint venture that uh, you have to provide direct-to-employer primary care in St. Louis. A collaboration is hard, and it's not exactly a natural act in healthcare where you've got good, hardworking people who, frankly, don't always welcome the idea of having to change what they do and change who they partner with. It takes a lot of energy. Like, why have you been mustering the energy to do these new ventures, and how are they going? Well, it's the right thing to do, um, and it's energizing to partner with others. Um, we're all driven uh, around the idea of how do we help people, each person, live their healthiest lives. And so it guides us and propels us forward. Um, that commitment helps us to help others lead better, healthier, more vibrant lives. So we know that we don't have all the resources and capabilities to do that ourselves. And so it's why we actively pursue the different partnerships. And you mentioned a few of those partnerships. We're, we're really pleased with the impact that each of our partners is having in collaboration with us on the people and communities we're serving. So um, thought it might be helpful to wander through a couple of those um, by name. You alluded to the generic drug company, which is Civica Rx. It's one that began um, a while ago with the seed of an idea from one of my former colleagues at Intermountain Healthcare. And when I joined SSM Health, I, I brought that idea with me and indicated that SSM Health would really want to be a, a partner with Intermountain Healthcare and others. So we're one of the founding health systems that brought the vision to life. And this fall, uh, we began making life-saving drugs affordable and available for those who need them. So really happy about what has unfolded for Civica Rx and what is to come. Um, we've also, for SSM Health, um, we are trying to bring to life the idea of the shift to population health where we in the industry have been talking about that for more than a decade and we're now taking the necessary steps to bring it to life in the communities in which we serve and we've done that by launching something we're calling Project Vibrance which is a multi-year multidisciplinary initiative to develop and implement an industry-leading value-based care delivery model that's ensuring high quality care affordably and with access for all. That's a lot in that sentence, but we're doing that because we know that there is a need um, for additional expertise and resources, and we thought that we would look for a partner that was compatible with who we are as far as our mission, and we found that in Navis, which is an organization that happens to be based in St. Louis, um, that has experience and really important and expert population health care uh, resources like care management, enabling technology to our system. So that's launched and it's underway. Um, and we also just this fall launched what we're calling SSM Health Direct Care in partnership with Paladina Health, which is a direct-to-employer care model providing patients with 24-7 access to a personal primary care physician zero co-pays, and an employer, the model being a flat fee for each employee's primary care services. And we're finding that there's a lot of traction with that. And in, in our St. Louis market, we have two locations 
and expect to grow within St. Louis and into some of our other markets. Well, that flat fee for primary care services, that is a really interesting topic that perhaps warrants a whole other discussion or an article on another day, uh, <laughs> but we probably don't have time quite right now. I want to hear more about it, though. Uh, but let me turn to, like, the last thing I wanted to uh, get at, uh, or one of the last things, which is uh, that we all know change doesn't always go smoothly in healthcare. And as you'll remember, I happened to be speaking at a big meeting of physicians that you had on in a, in a week where you had a major hiccup in trying to get everyone onto the same IT system. And I was very impressed with how you handled it that night when you were speaking to roughly a thousand clinicians who were whose lives were been, had been disrupted by the uh, IT problems. And I don't really want to go into the IT problem. What I thought was really interesting was how you dealt with it. Can you describe how you decided to approach addressing the crowd that night? Well, I decided I needed to go to Wisconsin and be with the, uh, with the team members who had really been living with the disruption of the EHR upgrade. There, those types of matters are often choppy, but this, this was extraordinarily so. And the truth is sometimes things go perfectly and sometimes they don't. And I think in my role as CEO, I am responsible ultimately and I take it very seriously. And I want us to have a culture that is transparent and accountable and uh, where we can recognize that there are errors that happen and when mistakes or errors or things go choppily, there may not be any errors or mistakes, but they just went choppily because it's that degree of difficulty. We have to be quick to acknowledge it, learn from it, correct it. And I feel in my role that that really requires me to actively foster an environment and culture of trust and accountability, and it's my role to lead by example. So I wanted to go to Wisconsin and to say, to say that in my own words and to be there with the in this case, the physicians uh, who had been most directly affected by that. Well, I was very impressed that night, as um, you know, as I've already conveyed, and uh, I'm impressed as well as you know how the job that you have really is so much more than being a CEO from the old days, as. Uh, as I said at the outset, uh, you've been working with every part of the healthcare system, the payer side, the doctor side, and even the IT side. And I know there must be times where the, when the complexity is overwhelming to you and your management team, but there must be times where you really smile because you're doing something that just was not possible in the old days. Uh, can you just close with one or two examples of the things that have made you smile the most? Absolutely. So I'll circle back to something I said earlier, which is um, the team that is here at SSM Health. And I know that may sound a little corny, but it's true. I'm so very inspired and so lucky to be a part of this remarkable team that is SSM. And we think we're in position to address our, our nation's overall uh, health care needs and transformation because we own, operate, or partner to deliver the major components of the health care delivery. And we're going to continue to work at that big responsibility um, and in so doing it opens the door to some really exciting and innovative opportunities to make healthcare better. I can't imagine how that wouldn't drive anyone. Um, very exciting and it makes me realize there's a reason this is called work, but when you love what you do and you do it with people that are wonderful, there's every reason to smile. So specific example, um, 
this work isn't always a, a skip or a walk in the park. It's hard. There are some really hard days. There's a reason it's called work. But the healthcare um, industry is a service industry. It happens through the hands of each team member every day. So we're trying to take our work up a notch and partnering with something called Lifespan Research Foundation to design and implement a wellness program focusing on the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. And it's led, the Lifespan Foundation is led by um, someone named Dr. Robert Waldinger, who's really world-renowned, the, the director of the Harvard Study of Adult Development. And this study is more than 80 years in progress, and it found the strength of one's relationships is a bigger indicator of health and longevity than anything else. And so we're partnering with them at SSM to use the extensive research on adult life and happiness using our expertise in healthcare to create a program that will benefit our individual team members at SSM and those we serve. So really excited about the potential of this. We're in the early stages of this partnership, but expect that it's going to have real benefit because of that connection between employee engagement and wellness and those we serve. So it's an exciting time to be in this industry and at SSM Health. Well, I'm sorry for the days where work feels really grindy. Uh, uh, and, <laughs> but, but it's true. But I will say the, the, the great stuff you've described does sound great, too. And um, thanks so much for sharing these descriptions with us, and I know we'll be checking in plenty in the years ahead. Thank you.